I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. People don't understand, like, when I, when I say what I'm saying, like, I did the impossible. Like you said, six years, six and a half years is... Forever in the industry, absolutely, you cannot do something for six and a half months. Right, yeah. trends and, change, and it's mm-hmm. over. So you, what I was able to do, like I try to tell people, I'm like, it just doesn't be done. Like it just doesn't. When when, so how did you how did you do that? How did you I, I, manage and how did you arrange to be able to walk out and go right into a studio? Um. Well, thankfully, I have someone like DJ Khaled who is like a brother to me. We grew up together. And I think what helped me is that I went to prison at the peak of my career. You know, I had just put out my first album, Lean Back, had just, you know, went 47 weeks at the number one spot on the billboard. I had put out my record, Conceited, and produced by Scott Storch, and whatever with Swiss Beats, and Feel So Good with Neil. So it wasn't like I was on a down period. I was in the peak of my well going toward the peak of my career so when I when I came out I guess people kind of wanted to know what, what else is she gonna do also the state of females and hip-hop was kind of stagnant so it was like people I think people wanted something different and it's like okay maybe this girl who you know we had heard so much great things about she could give us that and I think that has something to do with it that and just just God, like, just blessing me because there's people who was here before I left and who are coming out now and they can't get, you know, to sit here and talk to you guys at Hollywood Life to save their life. Yeah. But, so it's just, it's just, I'll, I'll give you an example how I explain it. If you tell me you want to be a doctor, I'll tell you go to school, take this class, take this class, take this class, and no matter what happens, you're going to be a doctor. You may not have your own practice. You may not have whatever. You're going to have a piece of paper that says you're a doctor. You're going to be a police officer. All right, go to the academy, do this. You're going to be a police officer. There's nothing that I can tell anybody. People are like, how do I make it in the industry? How do I get... There's no rules. There's no right. school of hip-hop. There's no anything. I know some artists that are horrible, and they are huge. No names, no names. But at the same time, I know some artists that are amazing, super talented. Are you talking about Soldier Boy? Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm not talking about anybody in particular right now, but I also know some artists that are amazing and they're super talented and they never got or probably will never get you know, that big, huge success or, you know, fame or even just the money side of it, they just won't. So, you know, it's it's definitely luck. Yeah, and it's it's tough. Yeah. Now, in terms of the six years, did Papoose help keep up your spirits? He definitely was a major part. Him and maybe my DJ 
strangely, like my DJ who I just thought he was the guy that goes with me when I'm performing, he's on the road with me. Like if I knew I needed something and my husband couldn't do it, like he would leave his job and come bring me whatever I needed. He kept a phone on for me to call. And that was just like, you know, the way it is, the way it was. But there were, there was just this, this, this drive in me that, I just couldn't, I I don't know how to lay down. I don't know how to just let people kick me when I'm down. Like that, that was my drive. I, you asked me earlier, you know, what was your drive to keep going? Not, you know, it wasn't, had nothing to do with music. It had something to do with all the people that thought I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like you really, I'm going to show you and I'm going to keep going until, you know, I make it to me. So if I never made another record right now from this day forward, I'll be okay because I accomplished what everyone said that I couldn't. Do you think there there is weirdly also along with the bad things some status in hip hop and and like I don't know like a bad boy or bad girl image right like Fifty Cent has part of his cred because of the things that have happened to him in his life and you do get some kind of street cred in this genre. Uh, no, I think that's good. A, Set them right. I think that's, <laughs> that's a myth. Right. For, I, I really think that's a myth. Really, um, even with Tupac and P- Jay Z um, raps about his 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 drug past and everything, like it's embedded it, in a lot of top no, rappers. No, it just so happens that most rappers, we all come from nothing. I don't know too many rappers that you're, you're came, from the Bronx, yeah. right? From right here in New York City. I don't know too many rappers that came from rich parents yeah. that already had money. It's most, real. if you are a rapper, you come from the inner cities and you come from the ghetto and you come from the bottom, you probably had some type of experience with prison or jail or drugs or guns or whatever because that's just the environment that this world and this country has been set up that for us to live in. I bet really, if you know a rapper that I don't know, that they their family comes from the two good things. Like Beverly like, Hills, was yeah. it? Like, like the please, Fresh Prince yeah, yeah. of Bel-Air. Please, please tell me. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Cardi B from the Bronx? Cardi B is from the Bronx, right? yes. Damn, you guys bond yeah. I, I, I love Cardi. I think she's really dope. Yeah. And, 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 How did you meet Cardi? Um, We were both on Love & Hip Hop. Yeah. So you just met through the show. I met her and through Love & Hip Hop. Speaking of Cardi, one of our fan questions was if she's going to be on your album. I um, had to ask for my own. Um, for for our, I, your fans, <laughs> I, I I hope so. I hope so. We we've exchanged tracks, and and she has the track. So um, we we gotta wait to see. As uh, I sit here and fidget in my chair, like <laughs> we gotta wait and see. But I I definitely think that I want to continue what we say because I don't ever want people to think that going to prison or doing any type of violent or criminal act is going to make you famous or popular or get you money. Like if anything, the worst thing that's ever happened to me was me going to prison. Yeah. That's the wackiest and the worst and the lowest that I've ever felt in my entire life. And I had people that were in jail like, yeah, when you go home, you're gonna be popping. You're gonna like that's not the case. Everyone who's went to prison or to jail, they come home and their career is shitty. <laughs> like, no, seriously. Right. And you've got these impediments. Like, you, you have yeah. to check in and you can't exactly. be out you after 12 you o'clock. You can't tour and you can't go overseas. Like, it makes, like, look at, I'll, I'll take people and i say, look at little Wayne. And I was probably one of Wayne's biggest fans ever. Like, yeah. I remember having full arguments about who's the best rapper. And it was like, like, now you have that argument. People don't even bring Wayne up. Like, I have to argue with people. Like, so we're just going to leave little Wayne out? And he did 10 months and those 10 months that he was away it went from Wayne to being here to Wayne here and now everyone's talking about Drake now everyone's talking about Kendrick Lamar like this quick 
this quick, people act like they don't remember, you know, what this guy did and how dope he was before he went for 10 months. Or someone like T.I., who he was the king of the South. Like, like if T.I. was that dude when it came to Southern rap. Yeah. Do you think do you think, though, the thing with Wayne, though, is like maybe he burned out a little bit just because of the pace he was keeping the mixtapes and the all night recording sessions? He starts at 4 a.m. and records for two days straight, blunt after blunt in the in the in the drugs. And, you know, like, how can you keep that pace? Um, I don't really know what, you know, his personal situation was, but I definitely know like that has nothing to do with the people. The people, like she said, this quick, people forget. Yeah. People forget what you did last year. People forget what you did two years ago. You can't, like, really ever take a break. One, you're gone, and somebody else is the next, you know, biggest, hottest thing to talk about. So your message, and I think it's a very positive one, it to to everybody and especially to young people is do not think that you need to be a like do something bad or to get yeah. in prison to get credibility or don't even that's not even cool like people you don't want people to be like use like the whole bad guy image people don't want to be involved in that people don't in real life when you realize that this is a business and you yourself are a brand People don't want to do business with somebody that they think is going to do some crazy shit or that they think is going to, you know, end up in jail or is going to hit somebody, is going to break something or just any any of that type of crazy rowdiness. People don't like unpredictable people. Like they want to yeah. know that you're going to show up. You're going to do what you're supposed to do. You're going to do it because at the end of the day, this is a job. And a lot of these young people and not even the ones that's not young that want to be in this industry, they don't realize that it's not just about wearing nice clothes and getting your hair and your makeup done and driving cars and wearing jewelry. This is a job. And that's why a lot of people don't last in it because when they realize that it's a job, they can't handle right. it. Right, it's a lot of work. That's why it, Lindsay it Lohan really can't is. book gigs anymore because right. they know she's not reliable. She doesn't yeah. show up to set. She's late. Right. Well, this is, I guess, why, you know, this, what's happened with Meek Mill now is like such a problem for him to be sentenced to four years. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I have conversations with people about this all the time. They're like, oh, well, he did violate his probation. Well, he did this. And, and I'm like, I didn't say he didn't do anything wrong, but I feel like the time and the punishment should fit the crime exactly this is for something first of all he's on probation for 10 years for something that the the initial offense was almost 10 years ago exactly yeah so they this is what the system quote-unquote does to increase in their recidivism to make sure that they have you know constant people the best advice i could give people is never ever get in trouble and it's hard to even say that because from the very start like I said, you don't in. have to, you don't have to, if I say right now, if I leave out of here and I say, uh, okay, hey, Jenna, um, Jenna stole, she stole my, um, she stole my bracelet. It was on my arm. I seen her steal it. She stole it. And I called the cops and tell them she stole my bracelet. Jenna could say to scream to the cows come home that she didn't steal my bracelet. She's still going to get arrested. She's still going to go through the system. You're going to get a bail and you're going to get out and you're going to have to prove that you didn't steal my bracelet. If I can say, well, I'm telling you right now, I had a bracelet on my arm. I seen her take it. Mm -hmm. I saw her take it. Now it's up to the 12 jury, you know, jurors to be like, do I believe that she didn't take it? Or am I going to believe this lady that's sitting right here and saying she stole her bracelet? Why would she lie and say she stole her bracelet and she didn't? And then I say you stole my bracelet. And while you're at it, so... They believe me. Um, I'm gonna need fifty thousand for you to pay for my bracelet that you stole. This, this, this that's just the way the world works. Right. There's no, 
There's, there's, not, there's nothing like, we don't believe that. We're not arresting her. And so I take it you're very careful to make sure that you go by all the rules right now. Oh, to, absolutely. Like, I mean, I don't jaywalk, okay? I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm waiting. Cross on the green, not in between. <laughs> That's Even in New York, and, they don't care. They don't even look your way and, in New York. And, and to do, like like you said, you have to, you probably have to make arrangements if you want to go to California for it's, it's BET Awards or printing them. It is the most annoying thing on the planet Earth to not be able to go where you want to go. Uh, if I have someone call me tomorrow, hey, we have a, it's New Year's. We're doing, you know, something in Mexico. I can't go to Mexico. We're doing something in London. I can't go. Hey, um, I have this big it's fashion week. We're giving you front row to the see. I can't go. Okay. What about to go to Newark? Because you've got a big show coming up. I have a big, well, I can't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Going in nowhere. But do you have to ask permission? Yes, I have to. Anything outside of the five boroughs, I have to get really? permission. Yes. Really? Out, not even the state. You have no to. the five boroughs. So you're constantly as you're working. I'm constantly at the parole office. Getting, <laughs> to, like I'm only supposed at this point. I'm really only supposed to report like every three four months. They see me about every week to get a new travel. Pass. So they guess they know you. Very much. <laughs> you can't send. You can't send your your boy. I forgot his name. Mike is it Mike? Max. Max. No, Max. She's got. Remy has the largest security guard I've ever seen in my life. He's, he's, he's shout right. Out to Max he's, right he's right. But he's very he's cute. He is cute. He's, he's six foot eleven and he's adorable. He's adorable. Now with seven winters and six summers. Bad, look, Fat Joe's. Fat Joe's daughter calls him Pooh Bear. <laughs> <laughs> he's the largest. He's the largest man I've ever seen. Um, amazing. He's, but he's like a teddy bear. He's all deterrent, right? He's, he always has a smile on his face. Look, he's yeah, smiling right now. Yeah. I know. He's very cute. Don't believe it. Like, he's 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 not as nice as I know. We were, we, we are, okay, we're not messing with him. We are not. We're behaving. So with seven winters and six summers, are all the tracks done? Or um, I'm, for the most part, yeah. But I'm, I'm always working. You know, if I hear something that I feel like I could squeeze in there. I'm like, oh, this just has to be in there. So I'm constantly working and working on the next project. So whenever I think I'm done, I'm like, so I was in the studio the other day and um, I know I said I was done, but this has to go on there. So (laughs) you're like Kanye, always always rising. Because until it comes out is, it's not, I don't have to say like, it's not sealed, you know, (laughs) I'm going to fix waves. I'm going to fix waves. Not that you can like, tease too much but is this going to be a Remy that we have never heard before? I think um, everything is a Remy that no one's ever heard. Like I have people that know me my whole life and they still don't believe that I'm they're like you're just so different now. I'm like no I just don't care anymore. Like I'm you you when you get everything and when I say everything I mean everything taken away from you 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 really start to realize the things that you actually care about. And the things that m- matter to you. Soap. 
Yeah. <laughs> Soap. Heck yeah. Popeyes, you know, yeah. things like that. He's like, I never realized how much I really loved Popeyes if I could have had it for years. <laughs> like, I would see a Popeyes commercial and just be like, God. <laughs> I've never had that. There's, one, there. there's one of my neighborhoods. Yeah, I've never had Popeyes. What? <laughs> where do people live? I didn't Under grow there wasn't apparently. There wasn't one where I grew up. There, there is either. one. Yeah. I want they you guys to it. never I'm, tell anybody that. Like, get go, get your life. I grew, I grew up in like okay? a fishing village. It was no Popeyes. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a pescatarian now, so there's no more Popeyes. Oh, jeez, Remy, Remy, all healthy. But yeah, well, you you, you got in really amazing. you got Thank in really you. good shape, didn't you? I mean, we I, saw you on Wendy talking about it, and I, you said um, you did a lot. Right? I I did. I well, what initially sparked it is I was trying to. Um, go through the IVF process with my husband like we're actually in the process now oh good and um, muzzle tough thank we'll you. keep all our, our all of our uh fingers toes <laughs> crossed for you, you. Yes, like so you're going through yeah. IVF which is yeah say what that it's, is it's in, in vitro, vitro fertilization in order to you know conceive and you want to be my weight in in real life it goes up and down like I if you look in my closet you wouldn't know how many women live in my house you have anywhere from like a size 4 to like a 12 like girl same serious it's crazy but you want your weight to be steady you want to be the most healthy that you can be so you know that was my initiative and it just so happens like I started cutting things out of my diet and changing the way I eat and like at the end of everything, I was like 30 pounds. And now I'm like, I don't ah, really that's care. A lot. I don't really care. I didn't eat pork already anyway, but I don't really care about the chicken and turkey. But every now and then I have real bad dreams about cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> real bad dreams or real good dreams? Real good bad ones. Yeah. And how, how's the process going? Um, It's, it's going okay. It's... First of all, it's super expensive. Like, the, just yes. the medication alone. Like, you have like needles that you have to get. Like, each... We need about seven of them. Each one is... Four hundred dollars a piece. Oh, like, does wow. does does Papoose inject you? No, he doesn't. I haven't gotten to that phase yet. Like right now, they did all my blood work, and because I was traveling, like they have me on like birth control pills to suppress whatever <laughs> type of fertilization might be happening. And then when I go back, which should be later this week, I start the, you know the injection things. But I'm not letting. I love my husband dearly. He's not <laughs> injecting. Me Who's anything. gonna inject you? You because um, ha- no, you have to do it every we, day. We, Max, hi, maybe? No, definitely not Max. I want to live. <laughs> like he's like sticking through me, his giant self. But um, I, I hired someone to to make sure that it's done correctly and properly and each on time. Like I literally can't remember to do anything like on time. Like so. Um, on a sentimental note, I spoke to you back in April and you mm-hmm. said that you were looking forward to expanding your family and something that you really wanted to do and you were mm-hmm. in the beginning stages of even thinking about that, mm-hmm. like the IVF. So I, I just want to say I'm so happy for you. you. I really it's, think it's, it's amazing. It's a lot. And you know what's so weird? Like I go to like the clinic and we see other people and like you're walking in, you see women, they're walking out, they're like, good luck. And I'm just yeah. like, Aww. Okay, good luck. Like, I don't know the IVF etiquette yet, so I'm just like, <laughs> what? It's a community. Like, good luck. Okay, so now I'm walking up like, good luck. But like, it is it is a community, like, because I went through it also when oh, I, wow. yeah, many years ago. And, yeah, and you have to go there early in the morning. and Early yes. in the morning, like 6 in the morning, yeah. 6.30. I know, so there's no partying for you. No, no. Now, there, we, we also had a fan question because they were wondering if there might be a Chris Brown collaboration. 
There is Dirt, a Chris yeah. Brown collaboration. Oh. <laughs> it's actually, if I'm not mistaken, it's the next single. It's um, it's called Melanie Magic slash, or parentheses, Pretty Brown. Oh, wait. Let me get that down. It's, it's Melanie Magic. And Mel- then in parent- Melanin, like the, oh, the I color get it. of yes. your skin, like Melanin Magic. And in parentheses, or in, yeah, those are parentheses, it's um, Pretty Brown. And it was actually a song that was inspired by an Instagram post I had posted. I had posted a picture and somebody was in my comments and they were like, oh, I think she'd be pretty, like, you know, if she wasn't so dark skinned. And I was like, hmm. Oh, wow. That's (laughs) interesting. First of all, like, I didn't realize I was so so dark skinned, but uh, okay, I'm cool with that. And I was telling my my friend about it, and she was like, "Oh, that's just one of those stupid idiots that's keeping up this light skin, dark skin war." And I'm like, "What light skin, dark skin war?" She's like, "Oh, you don't know? There's like a silent war going on between light skin girls and dark skin girls." I'm like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Yo, that's crazy that he says it." Like people say, "Like, yo, that's a real thing. It really exists." There's a a guy in my train who has tells his theories about it like every once a week. He's super drunk. It just it's 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 ridiculous, and it's true. We have enough differences as it is. So the song with Chris is about that. Well, it's not really about that in particular, the war that's going on. It's about just loving the skin that you're in. Like we started, Mm -hmm. after we had the conversation, I started looking, they were talking about telling me like about how people are bleaching their skin and I'm Googling and I'm like, but they're not light skin. Like you're gray now. Like what? (laughs) Like it's weird. I'm like, nah, somebody has to say something. Like just love the skin that you're in. Like I go with my friends that are light skin or that, you know, a little paler. When they go tanning, I go with them. They're like, really, Remy, what do you mean? I'm like, getting more brown. Thank you. I'm (laughs) putting my Kardashian glow cream on, getting that bronzing feeling. Thank you. Appreciate it. So when we did that record, that was like, you know, the the underlying tone of it. I just want people kind of like, when I did concede it like I want people to know like just be you like it's someone that's gonna love you for you don't you know sit around and let people like if I was a weak minded person I would have let that comment get to me and be like okay well they say I'll be prettier if I wasn't so dark skin how do I get a dark skin like I'm not doing all that like I, I well, like good. me You're the beautiful. way I am you are beautiful the way you are you. so that's your next single yes and let's just we've just got a couple minutes do you want to fire off a couple of yes. other our other fan questions yes. from um, Hollywood Life readers part two to the question you asked about Chris a lot of fans are curious if you guys are going to debut that single at Hot 97 which I'm sure you can't tease but I just had to throw the question out there are we gonna debut it at where? Um, at um, the at, the performance. Yeah, on the fourteenth. On the fourteenth at Prudential um, Center, in New Newark. Hmm, I doubt it. I didn't even think about that though. That would have been a good idea. Well, your fans are. You can still you can still do it. There's still time. <laughs> I didn't think time. about that, but we we shot the video already, and we shot it in LA. The video is amazing. Like it's so so dope. And I also have another song. I'm shooting a video with. I think in another week or two. With um um a boogie who's also from the Bronx like me and okay. it's a really really dope racket. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers, and if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. 
And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. And I'm I'm just really excited about the whole project. Like, you know, I don't have a release date yet for the album, but I know all the singles that I want. I'm shooting all my videos. Like, I'm telling I'm like, can we shoot all my videos now while I'm still skinny, please? Like, <laughs> can we just do all of them now? Like, I'll do one every week. Let's just knock them out right now. I wish our listeners could literally see you actually, like, in person in the flash. You look incredible. Thank you. I have to say it again. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, listen, I think we've got to wrap it up. But yeah. Remy Ma, come back I and will. see us Thank again. Thank you. And congratulations. And everybody tune into the Christmas special, December 18th. Yes, a very please. Mackie holiday on VH1. You guys love it, love it, love it. Yes. And uh, we should talk again before your album comes out. I will definitely come. I have to come so I can show you guys how I'm stealing your, your, your our, decor. Our, yes. Everybody I'm Jack. to wake me up, the music video. Yes, the music so video. The wake video me up. It's like at like six, seven million views. I was like, oh my gosh, seven million hours. people watch. In 24 hours, we had a million. In 48 hours, we had two million. I was just like, this is just nuts. But shout out to Little Kim. She's like an icon. I love her. Thank yeah, you for I love being Lil a part. Kim part of my project and um i just i just love what women are doing right now music yes women are ruling music i mean i i, I think i will i would like to take some credit for that girl yeah i can take it take the credit contribute to, to all us great women out here moving around and <laughs> and I love about you. you're such an advocate for women oh absolutely i love it we have to advocate for that we can't depend on them, these guys to do it for us yeah. well listen we have to advocate and you're so right like you have to advocate for women right now like so much with all of the news that's come out mm-hmm. about sexual harassment Crazy. finally coming out into the open Crazy. That it's, it's so it's so bad so when you start like you have to start questioning like is it really this many women that are out here being abused every day and no one's ever saying anything that's like it's sad it's sad and i feel like if we we stuck together more and we made our voices heard these situations you know wouldn't happen because there are also a lot of men who who feel first because they have mothers they have sisters they have daughters so they definitely you know understand we have to you have to protect each other you do so i'm really happy that you are doing and standing up and i bet we're going to hear more from you about that yes okay listen have a great 2018 because <laughs> New Year's is coming up and a great holiday with your family. Thank you, Remy. Thanks for coming in, Remy. Bye, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks.